You've heard the pods. Now see the smods. Csmod.com, your one-stop shop for tickets and info to all upcoming live Smodco shows. Babylon at the Improv in Hollywood on December 2nd. Babylon back at the Improv in Hollywood on December 9th. Jay and Bob get old in Colorado. They have a sold-out show on Sunday, December 11th in Greenwood Village. Catch an evening with Kevin Smith for two evenings, actually, December 11th and December 12th in Greenwood Village, Colorado. Jay and Silent Bob get old December 12th south at the Landmark in Colorado. Fort Collins, get ready for Jay and Silent Bob get old on Tuesday, December 13th. Solo Kev in Colorado Springs on December 14th. Colorado Springs gets Jay and Silent Bob on Wednesday, December 14th. Jay and Silent Bob get old in Denver, Thursday, December 15th. An evening with that Kevin Smith in Denver, downtown in Larimer Square, Thursday, December 15th. Jay and Silent Bob get old in Telluride, Friday, December 16th. Kevin Smith dropping by Breckenridge on Sunday, December 18th. Big D, Jason Muse will be in you. Checking in for Marvelous Nerd Year's Eve, December 29th through January 1st, 2017. Bookmark csmod.com and we'll see you in your town soon. Everybody and welcome to I Sell Comics, a weekly comics report with Mike and Ming, broadcasting from a still undisclosed secret headquarters. Are we secret headquarters now, Ming? In Red Bank, New Jersey. This is I Sell Comics. My name is Ming Chen. Sitting across from me is the amazing, the invincible Mike Zapsik. What's going on, Ming? Hey, check us out. Bam, pow. Biff, bam, pow, zap. Zap, yes, Mike Zapsic, everybody. How you doing? What's going on? Look at us. I know. I um, it's it might sound a little echoey in here. We it's still, a little echoey, but you we, know what? That's we, pretty cool. We need some things up on the wall at the secret headquarters here, but we are not at our usual place, Jane Sound Bob Secret Stash. No, we are all, not. All good though. All good though. We're, we're setting up uh, a, a, a back cave of sorts. Uh, a watchtower, if you will. A watchtower is more accurate. We are on the second floor of this yet. Undisclosed location. Undisclosed Red location. Bank, New Jersey. Although if, uh, any internet sleuths out there might be able to decide, uh, unearth some secret spy shots. So we'll put that. But uh, um, took the Thanksgiving break off. Even we need a break. Every even, once in a while. Even yes. we need a break. But just briefly, how did your Thanksgiving go? Did you brine a it turkey? It was very nice. I brined my turkey. It was it was really, really nice. We did a, um, a buttermilk brine. Buttermilk. Buttermilk brine. Yes. And, and did like... Came out... Perfect. Beautifully, it was per- perfection. It was lovely. All right. Well, I, I'd like to also brag and say I cook a mean bird myself. So every, everybody was satisfied. Everybody ate leftovers. It was That's great. Good. Yeah, we had leftovers. I, I was I was home. I was home. That yeah, that in and of itself, it's a miracle. It's, it's, a, it's a Thanksgiving, it's a Thanksgiving miracle. miracle. Did you have to pull up planes, trains, and automobiles? I would love to see you and Brian. Uh, like if we could strand you on right. like two days before Thanksgiving, I think we could. We should do that. Why don't we do that? Like a race to get home. We, I think we could do that. I think we. I could. I you think, guys each get like two hundred bucks, and you you can't use your credit cards, but we give you a prepaid I, card for I like think, an undisclosed amount of money, more than a hundred bucks, but less than two hundred. I hear it. This is a movie right here. This is a, not just a movie, Ming. This is <laughs> a franchise. This this would be great. This this is actually life, by the way. <laughs> this, is, this is our life. Oh my god, yes. 
We've been we've been very lucky with the travel, though. I mean, we've had a couple yes, flights canceled. We've had some uh, some experiences. We've had that's for damn we sure. We suffered a few delays. Uh, there was one time where they couldn't find the pilots for the airplane. Yeah, that was fun. And Mike had just ordered this big ass platter of like oh yeah two hundred dollar oysters, seven thousand dollars worth of and oysters. And then the pilots came back, and he didn't even get to eat them. I, but somebody, he, but they were like sitting there. Yeah, and I hope they're still sitting at that. They're table. They're not still sitting there. They cleaned and them up. I would. Uh, yeah, I Damn. felt I felt bad for you. I felt bad for well, you. Well, thank you. But, yeah, it was good. I was home for that. You, um, what are you doing for the holidays? Christmas is upon us. Black Friday at Chance Sound Bob's Secret Stash was in a madhouse. Not a madhouse. It was it was brisk. Okay. Business was brisk. There were a lot of people coming in uh, because of the show. Right. Uh, a lot of That's people. Good. You were That's there. Good. I was there. You stopped yeah. in. I did stop a in. A lot of people came in to say howdy and to you know get pictures with uh, at least three the, of the comic the stars. Book. And uh, even a couple people came in for tell them Steve Dave wanted to get pictures with get him right, and they were sorely disappointed. Was that their Christmas present? <laughs> uh, yeah, like oh, it's get him. I hope that wasn't that someone's early Christmas present. It was like I, Merry early Christmas, honey. There you like, go. It's like uh, get him. Okay, you get to meet a third rate character from a third, <laughs> from a from a fourth rate podcast. <laughs> Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, well, that's a, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I, I, I you're tell, firing back at I, poor Brian. I, I tells him like I tells him like I see him. Actually, I saw on the the our Twitter feed yes. that Brian wanted to. Um, somebody asked him if uh, tell him Steve Dave was going to address the um, the controversy, the controversy of comic creators banning um, all travel to red states. Oh right! Oh, which I, we had done, <laughs> but you know what? We can revisit that. And if Brian wants to come on, I'm pff, you kidding? Brian on I sell comics is always fun. Always, yeah. So uh, a couple weeks ago, we discussed. I think George Perez and who was the one who started this? God, I can't uh, remember. Was but, it Humberto Ramos? I think uh, uh, I think he was one of them. Yeah, Humberto yeah. Ramos was one of them. Where uh, after the election, that uh, the controversial election, a lot of couple creators were like, "I'm not. I'm no longer going to cons based in red states." It was their own I, personal crusade, not crusade, but their own it's, personal. It's sort of a crusade. I uh, again, it's their it's their right. Their, Absolutely, it is their right as Americans to do that. I personally think that you know most comic book enthusiasts, you know, aren't either red or blue. I, I don't think it's really matter. politically charged. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, comics are politically charged every once in a while. Sure, but sure. I I don't. For me, it's it's a personal choice. If you choose right. not to, it's your right. But I mean, you're just punishing. okay. So you're not banning. You're not. You're not. You're you'll you'll go to cons. And Let me ask you a question. Do you yes. think Trump is like looking at this and saying, "Oh wow, <laughs> we're really we're really screwing things up here." Uh, a lot of people. A lot of people not going to red states. Hey, that's good. That's good, Mike. Thank you. That's no good. puppet. No puppet. You're that's a good. puppet. Yeah. Um, well, I I think the ironic part is that if you look at the red states, but you mm-hmm. look at the breakdown of the voting regions, wherever they're holding the con is probably blue. I would have to say because yeah, yeah, a lot more, more liberal, a lot more. I would think so. I, and we've had we've had cons canceled out from under us because of the North Carolina controversy. Sure, where House they, Bill Number Two. Yeah. The, so, the transgender bathroom law. Yeah. And personally, people should. Uh, make them all unisex bathrooms, and y- you know that we you- alleviate a lot of problems. I yeah, think. just you throw the dice, and you know, hey, whatever. <laughs> have you have you ever been at the urinal in the men's room and see like chicks walk by? Like no. sometimes, no, no, it's happened. 
like at clubs and stuff where okay. they can't yeah, wait. Of, of course. We can't wait anymore. I, I think it's asinine that uh, uh, typically the, the ladies' line is way longer than the men's line. Of course, because women have to, do, uh, they have to do a little more gymnastics than we do sure. to, to even pee. Right. I mean, they should have a tree out in the yard. That we can just go and pee at. Right, yeah. We should, that, yeah, seriously, or a trough. I don't think, yeah. We, I miss the troughs. Troughs are old school. Troughs really are have very anymore. old school. Yeah, the ladies got to kind of take gear off. Yeah. Whereas you, Mike just like unzips and like just just like airs it out. Yeah, it's like, and then he here just you goes. go. Here you go, tree. Yeah, let's, yeah. And he doesn't it, even need a urine. He doesn't need any porcelain. No, I don't need just porcelain. Give him a tree. You kidding? Or a wall, even. Exactly. Or bonus, I pee on a squirrel. I don't care. <laughs> you can't. That's animal cruelty. No, it's yeah, not. Pee on squirrels. What? You know what? Pee is sterile, so it doesn't matter. It comes out of your body. No bacteria, no nothing. No puppet, no puppet. You're the puppet. Yeah. Now, for anyone who came to Heroes and Villains Atlanta a couple weeks ago, notice that Brian didn't show up. Brian was not there. Yeah. I, I don't know when you found out when Brian didn't show up, but here's my story very briefly. Okay. I got to the con a day early while they were setting up. You I, always do. I, I always go and say hi to the staff because we're all friends. And the first thing I hear when I walk in and see some, one of the staff members is, oh, I guess you're flying solo this weekend. I'm like, no, I'm not. Brian's here, too. Like, you know, check, let's check, the, check the, mm-hmm. the press materials. Check their schedule. Brian's here, too. They're like, oh, okay. And I start getting weird looks. And I keep getting this, oh, I hear you're by yourself. I'm like, did something not, someone not tell me? Is someone not telling me something here? And sure enough, I was the last one to know Brian didn't. Brian had the bill. Uh, I can't and go into any reasons. It's I, I don't even know. I heard family problems. There were there was. Uh, I got a call. Am I accurate? Are there family problems? Yeah, there was okay. there was some I, family I, stuff. And uh, Brian, to to be honest with you, I was yeah. gonna text you, but I'm like, no, nah, oh. Brian will text you. And Brian. He, he didn't. I he, was literally you know the I last was... one to know. It's you ever been broken up with and not know, and everybody else knows. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> are you kidding? Yeah. It's called grammar school, man. That's right. that's what happens. That's, sometimes that's how I feel dealing with Brian. Grammar yeah, school. pretty much. But he had a legitimate reason. Right. Uh, so I, I, I won't f- go into it here, but he had a legitimate reason. Well, so yeah, yeah, family and problems. Family problems. Can and I ask you something? Um, Brent has a lot of family problems. Of course. And uh, a lot of have, them have, have you met his family? I have. Yes. There you go. <laughs> and, uh, a lot of them have prevented him from going to cons at last second. Right now. Can I ask you why these family problems don't happen, say, on a Monday or Tuesday? They always happen on the Friday when he's supposed to come to a con. Because that's when uh, the drama is at its best. Is there a correlation here, maybe? It's it's called drama. That's all it is. And uh, Brian, he he called me up, and he he was shaking his head, and... He's like, so he told I, you and not me, I the know, guy right. that like is actually at the con. Yeah, I, I guess he figured you'd figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I, a little a text would have been nice. I, I had to text him like, hey, okay. I, do I am I hearing that you're not coming? Like, just let me know so mm-hmm. I can adjust my signage. Right. Uh, you know, prepare mentally for for being for the onslaught of questions. Right. Where's Brian? Where's Brian? Yeah, we hear that all my, the time. Even when favorite, he's not scheduled to be there. It's my favorite question. They're like, where's Brian? It's my favorite question of all time. Of course it is, because yeah. your your stock answer is, <laughs> it wasn't my week to watch him. Yeah. So, oh, I, have so no idea. I didn't know why he didn't show up. So my joke was that I put on Twitter that Brian was banning all cons uh, in blue states. Okay. Now, mind you, we were a con in Georgia, Atlanta, <laughs> which is not a blue state, it's a red yeah, state. So, oh, and it's I was a waiting, red state. I was waiting for people to see. I was waiting to see if anybody got the joke. And nobody did. One guy did. Oh, okay. One guy did. So, anyways, uh, happy holidays, Brian Johnson. Speaking of the holidays, I wanted to see 
Is it too late to, you know, maybe suggest some things for the Christmas, uh, the comic book game? Oh, it's never. It's December gun. 1st. You got plenty of time to, you've got is 24 there, days to shop. Is there anything that you want to suggest? Um, I saw something very cool in the store yesterday okay. that I kind of want, but I have absolutely no need for. And that is the officially licensed Star Wars Darth Vader toaster. Yes. yes. The Darth Vader toaster. Yeah. I, I, it looks amazing. So it's Darth Vader's helmet, matte black. Yep. And you push down his mask, I'm assuming, or you go on the back. And I, I didn't check it out right. uh, terribly close. You put in a couple closely. pieces of bread. You push down something cool, I'm assuming. And it, prob- it, uh, it, it actually up. browns Star Wars. Star Wars logo comes up. Yeah. That, how badass is that? That's pretty badass. That's awesome. I didn't have anything like this when I was a kid. We had no, just you, toaster. No, we yeah, that's burned much our it. hands. Like it would, it would flame and smoke and shit. The closest we got was when mom would cut off the crust and toast the bread that way. Yeah. That's, we didn't have like branding. No, there that's, was no branding awesome. on there. It so is pretty cool. That's something I would like. I have absolutely no need for it. Maybe we could keep it here at the secret headquarters. I don't know. Do you, would you eat a lot of toast here in the secret headquarters? Probably not. I think right, it's right. just. I mean, beyond the, being beyond the functionality, the form factor, Mike, the form. It is just cool. It looks great. It's it's badass. Yeah. Is there anything that you've seen that come in the store that you actually want personally, or that you would suggest as a as a gift uh, for, for the, the, the geek in your family? Yes, for the if you. You know, um, my family used to do this thing where we would pick a name out of the hat, okay, and we would uh, throw all of our money at that one. That's person. That's good because you have a big family of five. There are six boys. Six I'm, boys. I'm the the last one. I'm okay. the sixth. So we would throw all our money. You know, whatever you were going to spend for uh, mom, dad. Yeah. Somebody got what you only had Somebody, to buy for one person. You had like two hundred bucks to play with, okay, or two fifty. Wow, that's that's good. Yeah, that's it's great. Good that's, that's a hell of a. You can buy someone like five suits with that. You can buy TV with that now. <laughs> you could buy I saw yeah. the Black Friday special. Exactly. Like, if you wanted to wait in line and, and fight people, of course, for those a, two TVs that are one, you know, two fifty. Yeah, 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 you can get them a fifty-five inch television. Right. Set. What do you suggest for the geek and everybody? Uh, about there that? is one really cool thing, and you got as a gift, okay, from Dave Mandel. The Ralph McQuarrie. Uh, yes. It's, it's a, a tome of the, the conceptual Star Wars art. Yeah, it's called Star Wars Art, the Art of Ralph McQuarrie. It is phenomenal. It's absolutely beautiful. Gorgeous. Um, yeah, you think George Lucas came up with all the character designs and not all the even backdrops? Close. No, he just wrote about Senate meetings and stuff. Yeah. No, Ralph McQuarrie was the guy who actually brought it to life. Yes, he did. He character designed. C-3PO, Every one of them. Stormtroopers. The, the the cantina like C three PO. If you look at his art, it has a very um, Metropolis from nineteen twenty seven yes. look. Yes. You know the the robot from Metropolis. Yeah. Very very reminiscent of that. And, and you see the steps like he refined it to what we have today. Sure. Um, and Chewbacca was essentially a werewolf in space, right? Which is what. Walt wanted. Walt Flanagan <laughs> wanted that werewolf in space because yeah. that's what his mom. That was the selling point him. for him. The selling point: werewolf he, in space. When he saw the trailer. Yeah. No. No. His mom saw his the. His mom trailer. saw the trailer. I was like, "Oh my and god, this new movie a, coming out." Yeah. There's a werewolf, werewolf in, in space. space. Yeah. So, I, and what a great idea! What a great gimmick! Yeah. Because there's a moonrise every like 20 minutes. So yeah. I was like, "Oh." So this book, I remember it came. Uh, it, it came in in a, in a box, and on the box, the the weight was listed. Yes, twenty one point six pounds. Yeah, That's and it came big. to the stash. Dave yeah. had sent it to you, and it said Ming Chen. Yeah, and I'm carrying. I'm like, holy Christ, what is like bricks of gold in right. here? I wanted to pop it open, but boom, it's a family gift. Yes. It's a, a gift to ISO Comics. So it's technically Very nice. ours. And uh, we're we're trying to get Dave on here 
Actually, because that would have, be great. He also wrote uh, was it Hank Johnson, uh, Agent Hydra. Oh, great! Which is book. one of my favorite books yeah. uh, the last couple of in years. the past couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also uh, a little more affordable. Yes, uh, it's on my my comic book list this week too. Okay, it's uh, oh, you guys. That looks awesome. Batman: A Celebration of the Classic TV Series. It's a hardcover. It's it's this gorgeous, absolutely fantastic. Um, it's a it's a coffee table book, right? And doesn't turn into a coffee table, Kramer. But it has behind-the-scenes pictures. It's got stuff in here. It's got reminiscing, uh, anec- anecdotal right. stories was from... There, was there stuff that even you didn't have any yes. know about? Like you uh, know a lot about the 66. Yeah, Batman. I do. Uh, I'm, I'm not Ralph Garman. I'm, I'm nowhere near his level. Okay. But I, I know a fair piece. And they've got some stuff like this. This was... This blew my mind, and I'm just going to... Yeah, um, give me one factoid. I'm going to give you a maybe factoid. Maybe not there's, everybody knows. There's a whole bunch of stuff in here, but um, they have uh, the pilot. The pilot um, was filmed with Adam West, and a uh, playing Robin was a gentleman named Burton Jervis in the original pilot. <laughs> Burton Jervis. What Burton a name. Jervis. Is, what a name. Yeah, it just rolls off the tongue, right? Yes. Burton Jervis... Would change his name to Burt Ward. Oh, okay. So, so Burton Jervis was Burt Ward. So I'm like, okay. this is so cool. So I didn't, you didn't know, know that. his maiden name. I didn't. It was his mom's maiden name. Okay. So that's what he changed it to. And the original bat uh, costume, um, it didn't have the the yellow oval. Right. It just had uh, this really funky bat on it. It looked. It actually. It looks the, like the Spectre syndrome. It actually looks like James a Bond. rake. Is what it, it looks it has like. Eight arms. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a rake. One, two, three. Yeah, it's got four, eight arms. Why? Yeah. Eight, nine. nine. It's got nine. So, yeah, it looks like a huge what rake. That's symbolic, though. Yeah. And the cow was like this huge, it was like a helmet right. that uh, Adam West had to put on. Very cool. Uh, I didn't know that. Uh, I saw the pilot. Yeah. I've seen that. Uh, you go to cons and you go to those. Is this an unaired tables. pilot? It was an unaired pilot. Okay. They never showed it. Never so, showed it. Okay. But, like, back in the day, they had, you know, Batman a, pilot with Adam West and Burton Jervis. I'm like, holy shit, who's this Burton Jervis? And why does he look like Burt Ward? Yeah. And now I know. Wow. Burton Jervis, yeah, changed his name to Burt Ward. Was it, it like was, a half hour pilot? Or was it like 15 no, minutes? No, it was like a 15 minute pilot. Okay, just see if they just shot to see if it would yeah. work. And it worked all right. It worked so well. And so there's there's footage, not footage, but there's stills. There's from stills the in here, very rare footage, uh, footage very rare stuff in here. Uh, this is a gorgeous. Uh, Book. It's fifty bucks. That's it. That's it. All right. That's. I think that's a great. That's an affordable price. That's a any, nice price point. Any comic book fan. Any Batman fan. Any, any Batman ba- every fan. Batman fan should have this. Yeah. It's part of the history. Yep. Talks about uh, oh, everybody. All the. Uh, all the villains. All the villains. It does a, a uh, an episode breakdown. All one hundred twenty episodes. Any sexy Yvonne Craig stories in there? Like dirt. I don't know. I I haven't read through all the way yet. This is this is something to savor. Do we see any like Carrie Fisher level revelations in here that like she that she you know remember she said she did her and Harrison Ford had an affair. Yeah, a toward uh, who affair. her and uh, Von Craig uh, or Harrison Ford and Von Craig? That's news to me. Let's start that. Rumor. Let's just say yes. Yeah, let's say yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Harrison Ford like got he, he did everybody. There was the, actually a like f- Han Solo man. Yeah, he's Han Solo, but he was married at the time, which is right. and he had some kids. He did, but that is, didn't stop him. Yeah. Would that stop Han Solo? I don't think so. No, maybe that's why so. he and Carrie broke up, or he and and Leia Organa broke oh, up. Oh, so is that is that your theory of Ray? Then is Ray maybe uh, no a love I, child? No, actually, 
haven't I told you my theory? I think you did. I think that Ray is Obi-Wan's granddaughter. That's what I want to think, too. Yeah. I, I think, think that'd that that cool. would be cool because it brings it full circle. Right. And not not like that neat full circle, but like a corkscrew. Yeah. And, you know, Luke's, Luke's been sworn a protector in some way. Sure. And, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. All right. That's a great gift. Um, I'm going to point out one more thing. Sure. This one's also Batman-related. The Batman box set, which includes uh, Batman Volume 1, Quarter Owls, Volume 2, City of Owls, and Volume 3, Death of Family. The, quite possibly one of the 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 could be the best Batman run. Quite ever. possibly, yes. Uh, Scott Snyder, Scott Greg Snyder, Greg no Capullo. argument there. No, they they are the well, the bat um, the bat team of the 21st century, definitely. Yeah. This must read. Yep, this whole series. Okay, so oh, I would, yeah, yeah. That's it. all right. So that's on my gift guide then. Just books. And there's also you, one other. And you got, uh, one, you got one other. Item? I got one more okay. item. It's the Rick and Morty. Um, hardcover. Yes, volume one, and it's it has the reprints of Rick and Morty, the Oni Press comic. Yeah, and it's got um, some sound sound clips in there. Oh, in really? the book, like yeah. you open as like a greeting yep. card, and it's You're like, hey, what are you doing opening this up? Morty, Morty, get over here, <laughs> Morty. Gee, ah, <blah>, <laughs> Rick, I I don't think you should be doing that right now. That's not even your book, Rick. That's not your book, Rick. It's and and it's it's not really cool for you to open up somebody else's present. It's it's Christmas time, Rick. Wow, that's that's good, Mike. Oh, thank you. you. you I think you might have a you might you can take over Justin. <laughs> yeah, now. I think Justin Roiland's like that fucking asshole. It didn't sound anything like either one of them. Yeah, you know if you uh yeah if you if if he maybe he wants to go on vacation or something. Yeah, sure, Justin. Uh, yeah. You can you can get out of town for a couple days. I I got you covered. Yeah, um, no, I don't think so. All right. Well, I mean, if you want to draw an extra paycheck, doing <laughs> you you have always wanted to do voiceover work. I have. It's it's been a dream of mine. I just want to say. So I also want to welcome back uh, X Men Gold and Blue. Oh my God! Yes, I heard yes. about this yesterday. The, uh, the old school history. Uh, do you want to delve into that real briefly? Uh, back in the day, uh, there were many, many, many X titles back. Uh, there was Uncanny, there was regular X-Men, yeah. there was X-Force, there was X-Factor, there were uh, just a bunch of teams uh, that were, you had so many X-Men running around, right. it was hard to, to keep track without you know a scorecard. Right. So they all fought uh, against the Shadow King. Okay. And in, the, in, this, in this grand opus of you know, the X-Men versus the Shadow King, and a bunch of the X-Men fell under his spell, the, the Shadow King. He's uh, a telepath, um, possibly more powerful than Charles Xavier. And he, um, he was turning X-Men into his personal assassins. Yes. And Xavier came back and he's like, screw this noise. I don't want any of this crap. So um, he fights him and Xavier loses the use of his legs again because, I mean, he's... he's um, in a wheelchair, then he's not. Then he's yeah. in a wheelchair, then he's not. Then he's back in so, a I mean, wheelchair. It's like fate doesn't want this dude to walk. Right. So. So, hey, man, we still got that wheelchair laying around. Yeah, I think exactly. I'm going to need it. <laughs> it's like, dang it. Not uh, again. Oh, man. Not a, oh, man. Oh, now I need help pooping. Uh, it sucks. <laughs> um, so, you say Professor, Professor X has a colostomy bag? I, Is that what you're implying I, here? Wouldn't you just assume? Can he just telepathically 
I don't know. Like d- destroy, Poop? yeah, just telepathically. He, I don't know. Can he shit telepathically? No, it's, that's a physical thing and not a mental thing. Right, so. right. Okay. I'm sure he's rarely constipated because that's a mental thing. All right, I so. apologize for interrupting you. Yeah, Continue. Okay, that's all right. So um, when he comes back, they have that, what are we going to do with like 39 X-Men? So, I mean, all the teams got together after all these different um, fights that they had. I think the Extinction Agenda was in there with X-Factor and... Um, the the mutates and all sorts of stuff. A lot of things extinction going on. Agenda, extinction agenda. A lot of things going on. Um, so they get them all together, and then Professor X. You've got all these X Men under one roof, and so Professor X and Cyclops decide to split the teams into two. Yes. So X Men Blue was Cyclops was leading it, and it was um, the Beast. Uh, I think it was Psylocke Gambit. No, was it Gambit? No, I think it was Gambit, uh, Wolverine, and a couple of others. Yeah. And they were all the the rage. They were all the, the X-Men Blue. Yeah. And they went, they're the ones that went after Magneto. And you have X-Men Gold, which was led by Storm, had Jean Grey, uh, Iceman, Colossus, um, and a bunch of other, uh, right. Archangel. Yeah. You know, so they split up the teams. They, they actually got X-Factor. And the X Men they they conjoined, and they're all one big happy again. Yeah, we X Factor became um, you know Havoc and uh, Polaris and Strong Man, which is a great name for a superhero. Strong guy, strong, strong guy. guy. That shortens him. Wolfsbane and who else is in that? Madrox the Multiple Man. Yeah, are they were they trying to get readers to pick pick a side? No, no, no. They were still one team, but they they split off into two. Oh, so they were trying to get readers to buy more comics. It's like the Avengers and the West Coast Avengers. (laughs) Right. They're trying to to get readers to buy more comics. So, and that's what happened. So now we're we're coming back. And we've got time lost X Men. We've got their X Men from uh, alternate dimensions. And the X-Men's uh, ranks have been thinned quite considerably because of the, the other book on my list. I don't have a huge list this week because it wasn't, it wasn't a wasn't a huge comic book No, it wasn't week. a huge comic book week. But uh, Inhumans versus X-Men. Yeah. And um, the Terrigen Mist is a cloud that's covering the Earth. Yeah, and it's, awakening. It's, wa- it's awakening Inhumans, and it's, it's sacred to the Inhumans. Yeah. Terrigen is what gives them their powers, allows them to mature as inhumans. And there are certain human beings that have that gene in them, the inhuman gene. Right. Because, I mean, think about it. Back in, you know, 30,000 years ago, the Cree came and screwed with, you know, the the humanoids' uh, DNA. Yeah. Turned them into living weapons. Right. Uh, this Terrigen cloud is going around. And unfortunately, anyone with the mutant gene... Uh, is susceptible to uh, the Terrigen sickness, which they're they're calling uh, M-pox. Right. So uh, it it kills. It kills, or it can awaken. Or it can awaken, but it doesn't awaken mutants. It actually it harms them. So, uh, or has like a a ninety nine percent chance of harming them. Right. Like it, 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 imagine it's not the good. stand meets <laughs> yeah. meets like yeah the Avengers. Meets so. the Avengers meets the X Men. Yeah, and that's so. it meets. With with some Inhumans thrown in, exactly. There you got the recipe for awesomeness right there. So in the Inhumans versus X Men, you've got um, the Beast has there, there's a détente between the um, the Inhumans and the mutants yeah. in the Marvel universe, 
and they have to come up with a solution to this problem. And the Inhumans think that this is a force of nature. Right. This is that the cloud is is circling, and there's a reason for it. And the mutants are like, "You're killing us." And uh, the Beast is like, "This is, um, this is something I can cure with science. I don't have to use my powers right. to do this. I can cure it with my mind. Yeah, with my awesome genius he IQ. He is one of like the 15 smartest people in the Marvel universe. So there you are. Yeah." Um, but even he is sort of stymied. There's no Reed Richards anymore. Not in our universe. Right. Yeah, you know, he's off in La La Land. Right. Tony is. is like Tony's he's a dead. Holog- I'm assuming. It's like a hologram. Now yeah, he's a hologram. Like he had all of his. <laughs> I, I think that after Civil War II, we're going to see that uh, Tony Stark is no longer with us in human form. Right. And uh, Hank Pym is nowhere to be found. So, right. so good luck uh, tracking down a, a Amadeus Cho in a good mood. He's, I think, he's, he's like not, number nine. He's not really in a good mood. He's actually after uh, Clint Barton for killing uh, Bruce yeah. Banner. Yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, uh, we've got now. We've this is at the tail end of the Inhumans versus X Men. I'm assuming that the you know both sides come out. Um. Intact, if not unscathed. Right. So now you've got these. Uh, what is it? It's the uh, X Men Gold is written by Mark Guggenheim. Yes. And who do we have heading the X Men Gold team now? Kitty Pride, who's yes. coming back to Earth after a stint with the Guardians of the Galaxy. And the X Men are wow. They are. It's the the band is. It's like the Beatles broke up. Yeah. But so now she's gotta she's gotta come back and and pull together. Uh, the best X Men she can, and you know, lead a strike team. Yeah. So rumors have it. Uh, so under her is Storm, Storm, Colossus, Yep, Nightcrawler. Okay, Old Man Logan, right? Rachel Gray. That's that's her team. It's a pretty damn good team. Yeah, that's her team from back in the day. Yeah. The only one missing is Rogue, and we have no idea what's up with Rogue. Right. And then we got uh, Team Blue. Blue. Team X-Men Blue. Blue. Uh, written by our friend Colin Barton. We okay. can say that now. He's he's. He likes us. All right, cool. Right Call in Kansas City, buddy. He's awesome. And his wife. His wife. His wife is a huge Impractical Jokers fan. Oh, okay. So, so you got in there. Good for you. Yeah. Hey. However, <laughs> however we get in there, whatever. We're all foot comic in the door book is fans. fine. Q, big comic book fan. Us, big comic fan. Yep. And and you know we could get some inside dope from Colin. Yeah, that'd possibly. Be great. I'm sure we'll be bumping into him in 2017. Okay. I have no doubt. But this uh, X Men Blue, led by Jean Grey. So she's got Cyclops, Beast. Iceman, Angel, and well, they might be working with Magneto right here. Wow. That's okay. It's word, word, word on the street. That's pretty cool. Yeah. John Byrne had talked about uh, back in the day he wanted to do a what if story. What if uh, Professor Xavier and Magneto had both formed the X Men? Or what if Magneto himself had formed the X Men? Yeah. And he's got uh, like these badasses. I mean, Beast had uh, like retractable claws. Oh, like, okay, so it's in it's foreign in his. He's like he's QB. He's like Tom Landry. Yeah, you're saying so. His team. He's equipped his team how he sees fit. Exactly. The Beast is actually the Beast. He's got these. Um, they're they're gauntlets. Yeah, they're they're claws that pop out like Wolverine. Oh, cool. But well, they're they're not oh, a part of him. Right. But they're part of his costume. Right. Uh, Archangel had like a flaming sword. So they have badass weapons then. Yeah, they all had badass <laughs> weapons. And I like, okay, I like He this. teamed them up with, they were on his, um, uh, they were like the M-Men. Right. And he didn't call them the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants because, I mean, 
Talk about a really bad branding stunt. Sure. <laughs> Brotherhood and throwing evil in there. Evil is such a point of view. You know what I mean? Right. So just call them the Brotherhood of Mutants or the M-Men. And You're talking marketing now? I'm talking marketing. All right, fair enough. So, but yeah, that was actually pretty cool. So it sounds like this is going to be sort of in there. I like it. Yeah. All right. So that, I'm excited for this to come back. Um, I think, was it next month or... January? Probably in two months. Two months, so right, yeah. February. Oh, it's, wait, is it December? It is December, right. December 1st. Jesus. You're old. We're old. Ah, forgetting what we're, day it is. We're old. I, I, I don't even know where I am right now. That's why I can't even tell you where we are. Uh, yeah, seriously. Ming, Ming got lost on his way here. I had to All right, we're going, to new, we're going to new books now. It was fairly light because of the Thanksgiving holiday, yes. but that doesn't mean the quality was light. No. Quality is actually very, very... No, I told you my two picks this of week. this, two of my picks this week. Yes. Uh, Inhumans versus X-Men Zero. Yeah. Um, it's Emma Frost is uh, picking out her team to go to war with the Inhumans Ooh, okay. if the Beast can't come up with a solution. Right. And it doesn't look like he's going to be it's able to. It's not looking good? Nope. Okay. All right. And then the the Batman, the Batman hardcover celebration of the classic TV series. Yeah. The Fantastic great, great pick. Book. I'm going to go to Old Man Logan 14. This begins okay. the uh, Monster War Part 1. Nice. And uh, flashes back to... Now, if you read the other Old Man Logan, uh, you know, Old Logan had a very close relationship with Jubilee. Yes. And was responsible for her death in the original timeline. Okay. Now he's... Now he's been now he's been given another chance to correct wrongs. Uh, Jubilee is alive and well and thriving. She has a kid, but she's gone missing. So Logan goes to track her down, and he he finds out that she's in Romania. And, uh, uh, this isn't just normal Jubilee we're talking about. We're talking about this is vampire Jubilee. Yeah, of course it's vampire yeah. Jubilee. Now you know what else is in Romania? Dracula. That would be Dracula. Dracula's yeah. in Romania, yeah. buddy. So apparently Dracula's got something going on where, is it, where he's summoning all vampires. Oh man, yeah. talk about it. yeah. There's there's like a bunch of wars brewing in the Marvel universe. Yeah. So this includes Ju- Vampire Jubilee. This also includes uh, Vampire by Night. And with Vampire by Night, uh, we see Logan runs into uh, the Howling Commandos, the paranormal okay. stake version. So we got Warwolf, we got Man Thing, we got Manphibian, we got Hit Monkey, uh, we got we, we we got that the the, the old paranormal. Uh, okay, that Dum Dum Dugan. Uh, uh, the the yes, exactly. Like I said, you, there's no. I don't. I didn't see Dum Dum Dugan. The, the clone or whatever he is. I didn't. Who's see. like a um, um, a Frankenstein's monster version of Dum Dum Dugan. Yeah. So we uh, so we're setting up for an epic Dracula versus Wolverine battle here. Yeah, I wonder how uh, Wolverine's body could fight off the vampire yeah. virus. Yeah. So I, I'm curious cool. to see, but the, that's not to say. This is a tame issue either uh, when he runs into Man-Thing. There's a pretty good battle between him and the Howling Commandos. He's just kind of like, get yeah, off me. It's, it's these pretty, people. It's pretty. It's, I, I like seeing Titan. Well, I, you know, I just like seeing Logan like lay, try to fight people. And of course lay ways to be and, and just the, like going nuts. Uh, Berserker, yes. I kind of like it. So that's Old Man Logan number one. Ghost Rider number one. Okay. Robbie Reyes is back, Mike. Yeah, I can. I'm. I'm sorry. I can't get into Robin. I am not. I, I can't get I'll, into Robin. I'll Robbie be honest Reyes. with you. I can't. Either. I Ghost Rider me is the the, the, the motorcycle. Yeah, it's a it's, motorcycle. You gotta not, have a motorcycle. This is the. He's in a car. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, just real quick backstory. Uh, uh, Robbie Reyes uh, races in a in this creeped out possessed car to uh, to earn money to support his 
his little brother who I'm trying. Is he special? I don't. Gabe. Let's say yes. Again, I don't know. Yeah. I again, I'm. I'm yeah. not Cars possessed the... by his evil uncle Eli, and now he's uh, he's kind of bipolar right now, where he's got like two voices talking. Okay. Yeah, it's I it's it, it's an updated version where um, I I compare this to a Ghost Rider, uh, the Fast and the Furious years, perhaps. or Night Rider, Night Ghost Rider, or Night Rider. Yeah, Michael. I don't think you, Robbie. I don't think you should be driving this way. Yeah. So you you get except uh, he's in car, Robbie. Robbie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's Robbie. kind of like if if uh, if Michael <laughs> well, Knight was driving one. was got got into some shenanigans, and he had both Car and Kit talking to him in his head at the same time, and he was both Garth and Michael, right? And he was uh, a demon from hell come to <laughs> come to take the souls sure. of the, of evil people. That's awesome. Yes. Every it's it's like Death Race three thousand meets Fast and the Furious right. meets. Meets, um, meets Ghost prophecy. Rider. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah, it, it, I don't know. The car. The I'm, car. I'm having a tough time with the car. I like Chicks cars. Dig the car. Yeah, I know. I love muscle cars. It's, but know. he needs the motorcycle. Yeah. You need I, the motorcycle because you can't take that car up a wall because that no. was one of the cool yeah, things it that, was, yeah. you go that wall, Johnny you go Blaze building. used to do. He yeah. used to like ride up the side of a building. You're like, well, that's pretty badass. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it looked ridiculous when Nicolas Cage did it, but still. Yeah. Now in this issue, we also have a another story. Uh, it's not really a B story. It's kind of a parallel story of Amadeus Cho uh, dealing with some pur- purple goo. That's that's all. Uh, I can, just that's sounds pretty horrible. much what I can tell you. But that sounds that sounds like the punchline to a Brian they're, Johnson they're, they're joke gonna, at our they're, expense. They're, they're going to cross eventually, Mike. All right, they're cross eventually. Uh, Superman Annual Number One was amazing. If you have not read it, yes, that's also on my up. list. It was pretty amazing. Now we got Batman annual. We got a lot of annuals this this week. Uh, yeah. Star Wars annual uh, number two of uh, Bat- the Batman annual. The Superman annual stood out though to me. Um, there's it's ba- the whole issue is basically it's a, it's a Superman fighting with the Swamp Thing. It's yeah. pretty. It's pretty awesome. So you think Wolverine going up against the Man Thing is cool? This is even cooler. Yeah. Now this is the current Superman noticing that around him uh, the the water supply. Uh, something's up with the water supply. There's no drought going on, but all, all the rivers and lakes have run dry. And it turns out this version of Superman is drawing solar energy differently than the Superman they, that we know. Right. Kind of screwing with the ecosystem, and Swamp Thing is pissed. Okay. So they they hash it out. They battle it out. Swamp Thing, who's the guardian of the green, he... he right. Yeah, um, the green's being messed with. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Right. We've seen him... Uh, we've seen the Alan Moore version of Swamp Thing go into Gotham when they were holding Abby... Yes. Hostage, yeah, uh, not hostage, but she was under arrest, and uh, he's like, "I'm having none of this," right? And he's he just just, yeah. just took out like Batman yeah. in a heartbeat without even thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, if you like seeing two titans going at it, if you like seeing fight scenes, this is the book for you. So yeah. I, they have a little philosophical discussion where uh, there's the, it's a little philosophy where it's like um, to balance everything out. To balance you, to balance the world, to balance everything, let go of the past. Look toward the be the man of tomorrow. Yes, is the it, which is what his <laughs> his you know nickname it's, is. So it's a little deep, but the art by uh, uh, George Jimenez is pretty amazing. I'm gonna show you. Cool. I'm gonna show you a splash page here that. Oh, that's see, pretty but, badass. I mean, this yeah, is, this is this is pretty pretty amazing. So I'm um, also gonna recommend Paper Girls Volume Two is out this week, a book that I've been championing. Yes. championing. Since it's been released, if you've not caught up, if you've not started, I highly recommend it. Probably, 
my my probably my pick for the year if you were to ask me. So uh, volume one has been out for months. Pick up volume two, get caught up so we can talk about it. So I can drool over it some more. So did you want to say anything about Batman Annual One? Uh, yeah, look, there's um chance to look through it. This is actually very cool. Um you've got Batman. There's a Neil Adams story in here with Batman. It's uh sort of like it's not a, a sequel to uh it's the the Silent Night of the Batman. That was right. a classic story. Yeah. Uh but this is the si- not so silent night of the Harlequin. And she teams up with uh Batman. She wants to give the Joker a um um, she wants to give him a present, which is like a, <laughs> it's always good. It's a pudding with ooh, a bomb in it. Ooh, a present uh, for me! Right? Uh, yeah, she wants to kill him. So, which is um, about right. Merry Christmas. Uh, yeah, and it's it has to do with a bunch of stuff um, with you know Christmas tales. Yes, and there's also one in here that I I absolutely love. The very first one. Um, it's called Good Boy. It's uh, about Ace the Bat Hound. Oh, good. Okay. And it's it's the this Ace the Bat Hound is a dog that the Joker trained to attack Batman, right. And kill Batman. And uh, Alfred takes pity on the dog Ace. Ace. What what did the Joker name him? Uh, oh, Ace. Ace. Oh, like yeah. the card. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So um, they Alfred- didn't change the name. No, why? Because he's already he already responds to Ace. That's his name. I guess, but it has so many connotations to the Joker and evil. And- True, but he's trying. Alfred tries to reform the dog, and Bruce is like, "It's not going to happen." It's, <laughs> it's like it, when you gave me your dog; it was named Doofus. I'm Doofus, like, I can't. Yeah, you got, I, can't I, I got you. I can't, I can't go through life with a with name a dog, dog named Doofus. Doofus so right. we named the dog Joy, which I love, by the way. Thank you very much. Not at all. Best, That's a great, best present she's ever. A great dog. Best present ever. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. The Ace the Bat Hound, Bruce and the dog come to Alfred through like months of reconditioning and yeah. showing the dog love. Okay. And, you know, letting him get his aggression out. Right. Bruce is like, that dog's broken. Yeah. Have him put down, which is really, oh, really? weird. And he doesn't say he it. Didn't so give it he didn't give the dog a chance? Uh, he did afterwards. Okay. Well, yeah, after Alfred. Like he, he would have yeah, been. After in, Alfred did all the heavy lifting. What, what the but hell, that's man? pretty much that the story doggy, of Batman's life. In that freaking doggy gas chamber. I thought. I, I thought he didn't. Well, he didn't say when to put him down, though, right? No, he didn't say put him down. Like, you know, like, can, hey, we, it's, can we give him to cause. the? Can we give him to the Zapsig family? Like, yeah, they, right? they like dogs. They're schmucks. Yeah, <laughs> they they like animals. Yeah. All right. Well, that that's cool. Any 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 comic storyline with a dog, I'm, I love a. Oh yeah. Hawkeye with a pizza dog. Sure, pizza dog's great. Yeah. Um, so uh, crypt, yeah, crypto like any any dog. This story. is a, a great story, and and it's you know, very very well told. Tom King, you know, knocks it out of the park. Doesn't right, really I like that. I, I wish it would be Thanksgiving every week so we could get all these annuals. Yeah, I know. Just these so, <laughs> kind of like, uh, you know, we got an extra week. Go to town. Write whatever you want. It's uh, within they, reason. We used to call it fifth week. Fifth week. Yeah. Fifth week is fun. Fifth week. They used to have um, DC and Marvel would do, uh, actually DC more than Marvel, but they would do this thing. It, it would be an event. Yeah. And like the, the Joker's last laugh and it'd be a five- issue series yeah. and it, it fit like perfectly and right. the let the crescendo was uh the fifth week right so, that's cool yeah i like it uh for if you are caught up in star wars fever maybe you went on fandango and, and who you, isn't you pre-ordered your rogue one tickets i did not yet but i will i did not i don't even know if i'm gonna be home is the problem wherever that's i'm gonna be i'm gonna have to bootleg oh and you're, ki- oh, you're killing your tickets. kids 
yeah, they yeah, want to go see. Yeah, I want to take. Well, I'll take them. Again. I'll take one again. You know, I'll tell you what. If they're not, if you can't, you can take my I'll kids. Take your kids. You can yeah. Take my kids. Yeah. All right. I'll, if you don't mind, I'll give I you. Mean, a, I'll give you a stipend for uh, ICs and. Ah, uh, nice. And uh, yeah, and, and yeah, all that, all that fun stuff. But for anyone, uh, is, you know, who can't get enough Star Wars right now, Star Wars, Star Wars Annual Number Two came out. Uh, actually, pretty good story. Princess Leia has been incapacitated. Okay. And uh, she's been rescued by a character, a, a very muscle-bound female miner uh, named Pash Devane. Okay. Or as her nick, everyone just calls her Bash because she bashes uh. people in the head with bricks. Now, in the war, this this takes place, uh, you know, during during the rebellion. Right. And uh, I think we were wrong to assume that people took sides. That you were either with the Imperials or you were with the Rebels. Not not knowing that there were a lot of people in the middle, like, I don't want to get involved with this. Well, that that's I think taking this you know, taking that stance, you're siding with the Empire. Right. It's, you know, the whole thing is um revolutions don't happen unless people rise up. Most people are like, listen, I like the status quo. Right. You know, uh the space trains run on time. And yeah. that's Essentially, it's not the best way to look at things. Yeah. But you know, most people are like, "Listen, I'm trying to get through my day to day life, and I can't." Be- These high ideals are awesome if you have the time to to devote to them. Yeah. But we're just trying to survive. Yeah. And in this world, in this world, in this universe, in this galaxy, it's a bitch to survive. Right. Even with your high ideals, especially with that, because at least the Empire comes and it gives us some semblance of support right there's an infrastructure here we are very you're a very strong proponent oh, yeah. of the empire well, not being as not being as evil as uh the I, propaganda I has think made the it out em- to be the emperor which I think was is evil funny. the emperor was evil but and not hence, the the infrastructure that he, okay. he took around because right. he built it on the back of the galactic senate sure so everything that they did everything that led <laughs> up to and he took over the galactic right. senate right okay he had supreme Power Supreme all right. Chancellor. All right. Well, by that token, uh, let's go to Walking Dead. Negan, the Saviors. Uh, he restored some order to uh, to civilization. Uh, is he? Is that an evil society? Um. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, because okay. there was uh, essentially, and to be honest with you, yeah. he kept them alive. Of course, he, yes, he did. Negan kept them alive. He and did. think about the choices he, that there's... Rick had to make because in the Walking Dead, you know, you've got. It's either you're with Negan or you're not, right. or you're dead. Sure. And he went to the hilltop and he said, "Hey, I'll make you the same bargain that the saviors made right. you. You know, we do trade, and I'm not going to take half your stuff, no. but I'll ki- I'll kill the saviors for you." Yeah. So, two sides of the same argument. If Rick was stronger, he could have taken over the saviors. Right. If, if that outpost was the saviors' right. only thing, yeah, it's bad intel. That's the problem. <laughs> very they had bad. very bad. Very many bad. Bothans died to find there were out no, They should have gotten some better Bothans. They should have gotten some. And to be honest with you, when you poke that hornet's nest, if you aren't willing to go the whole length of it, and for me... Yeah, um, willing to get stung a couple of times, and uh, don't poke them. Oh, nest. they got stung many times. They did. In the head. And Well, yeah. <laughs> stung in the head. Yeah. So... That for me uh, is Negan evil, not necessarily. Yeah, is he's imposing order where order wasn't. Right, and you know that whole love will save the day is it's lovely, but it doesn't, doesn't really doesn't work. really work. Yeah, doesn't work ever because you need people who are willing to go and do the the things that need to be done. Right. So. Right. So bash bash whatever you want to call uh, her doesn't want to take sides. Doesn't want to take sides. Um, 
Because if you take a side that it, it screws everything up, it's me- it gets messy. Of course like it, it does. Yeah, so, but she's got a choice to make. She's got an injured Princess Leia. I was like, well, do I turn her over or do I help her? Now, turning her over would eliminate her problems right away. Although, you know, the you never know what kind of retaliation the Emperor you know, could the, get her killed. Sure. Vader, they could send Vader to check out who else are you harboring? Right. Um, saving her will definitely, will probably, de- and if she gets, they get caught, if will they definitely get, get her killed. But it's the right thing to do. True. Now, there's an underlying hate between Bash and Princess Leia. And Princess Leia finally asks her, why? Why do you hate me so much? I don't even know you. And it's because of Alderaan. Bash was like, Bash basically asked her, how can you go, how can you live with yourself? Uh, the, your actions led to Alderaan being destroyed. Millions of innocent lives being destroyed. How do you live with yourself? And the princess said, well, it's, they had to be sacrificed in order to take down the empire. And if I had to do it all over again, I would. Now, I feel bad about it. Yes. But I didn't push be. the button. She didn't put it. No, but she didn't push the button. But she's basically, yes, a lot of people died. But sacrifices have to be made. Uh, in order to, an entire world? Order, I don't know. Well, okay, yes. But it, it's. Uh, I, was I it think horrible? That that's. Yes, were there many innocent lives <laughs> destroyed? Yes, but Six ultimately, billion, if, that, yeah. if that leads to the empire being taken down, she feels it was worth it. Which is, it's uh, yeah, it's it sucks, it, but uh, in, in war, in 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 situations like this, uh, like I said, sacrifices have to be made. Now, maybe not an entire planet, maybe not entire, <laughs> entire generations, but. In, in the Star War, in the in the universe of the Star Wars, this is how things are fought. So, right. So, however, uh, I I think that that's pretty shitty of Bash to be like, you killed them, and it's not really her fault. You're right. She didn't press the button, but it was no, her, no, no, because it, of her actions. I doubt. No, not. Alderaan was going to be a thorn in the Emperor's side right. anyway, and he, you know, Tarkin. Built this Death Star. Yes. And why do you buy a gun? So to you shoot can it. shoot it. Yes. Yes. He was going to so shoot the gun. He was going to shoot the gun anyway. I believe you. Alderaan got in the way. Right. So whether That's, she had told him where the rebel base was or and not. And she did. She did tell him. Now, did she tell him the right one? No. No. <laughs> right. But uh, I'm, what, what if she had given it up? Right. Yeah. Everyone would have died. So. Every, no Rebellion matter what she did. No matter what she did, she was damned if she do, damned if she did, and yeah. damned if she didn't. Right. So, I mean, she gave up Dantooine. Yeah. So I, th- I think Bash uh, realizes this. Had, yeah, took it, some convincing, though. Of course. Well, I mean, for ev- every story, everything that you believe, there are – everything you believe, there's uh, an- another side to that story. Right. Okay. And until you actually listen to people – because, I-, I mean, hey, you – Benedict Arnold could have had a great reason for doing what right. he we'll did. Right, we'll never know. He got, we'll never know because he got hung. <laughs> we'll never know. Yeah. So pick up Star Wars Annual yeah. number two. Uh, just quick shout out for a book that came out last week, uh, 80 After Death. Yes. By Scott Snyder. Beautiful, gorgeous art. Oversized. Jeff- it's a magazine uh, size book. Is it book. prestige format? Is that what it's called? No, it's not, not prestige. prestige. Uh, it's, I, I don't think they have. It's it's a magazine format. Magazine. It's it's a, yeah, it's a magazine yeah. format. Uh, beautiful mix of traditional comic art with the uh, watercolors that Jeff Meyer did. Uh, basic premise is um, in the near future, death is cured. Now, 
So that means uh, they they so they measure people's uh, people's lifetimes mm-hmm. and cycles. Um, you know how many cycles are you in now? Meaning, uh, if you live a lifetime and you die, they cure that death and you get to live you get to live oh, wow. another okay. lifetime. So it's a uh, pretty amazing. I read a little interview with Scott Snyder, which uh, I think he was going through some crisis of something. Either crisis of faith, or maybe there's a death in the family, okay. and he he was like, "Wow, what if they cured death? Like, how would how would things how would things be?" So weird. Okay. So, uh, weird. This, but uh, cool. This book uh, it flashes forward and back through the protagonist's timeline, but the uh, the main part of the story takes place, I believe, 854 AD, which they, 854 years. After they find the cure for death. Okay. So after pretty, death, gotcha. Yeah. Cool. It's pretty amazing. Uh, this book one, I believe, is a four book series. Uh, I, you're I looking, think you're right. Uh, either a three or four. Yeah. And if you're looking for one something awesome, two something different, and three something awesome. Yeah. Pick up pick up AD. So definitely 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 uh, definitely something I recommend. I I saw it last week. It was a format, the format and the and the men behind it. The two men behind it, which initially drew me in, but uh, once once I was in, I was hooked. It's a it's pretty great. Sorry, and it's written half in prose, in in storybook right. prose format. And uh, I'll give a shout out to the letter too. The lettering is arranged in a very unique way, very readable, but uh, in, in in a very artistic way. So gotcha. I'll give a shout out to uh, to Scott Snyder and Jeff Lemire. Very cool. great job, guys. Uh, before we go, I, let's see. I had a couple. Stories here. Uh, Billy D. Williams, you remember as Harvey Dent in 1989 Batman, and he never got a he never got a chance to evolve in the character that Harvey Dent becomes. And I think did we talk to him about this when he was here? We may have brushed on it. I don't think we did. We did. Okay. We I want. I think I wanted to. Yeah, I think and we were kind of going... ran out of time. We started playing Go Fish. And yeah, and we were actually doing Star Wars centric stuff. Right. So. Yeah, but I I remember I thought he was a great Harvey Dent. He was a great Harvey Batman. Dent. We're working on it. Yes, we're working on it. Never got to see him be Two Face though. No, that would have been cool. Until now, yeah. He gets to play Two Face. He he will be playing the voice of Two Face in the upcoming Lego Batman movie, Mike. Very cool. Which comes out on I believe February twentieth. Yes. So be uh yeah, it's good to see our 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 our, our friend of the family, Billy D. Williams, Mike. And I see you're looking at my next story. Here. I am. I'm looking now, at the this two thing. amazing Spider-Man movies. We were not a fan of no at all, and there's a reason for that. They sucked. They weren't that good. I'm gonna. I'm no, gonna, they they were. Yeah. I'm gonna say it right now. And uh, Andrew Garfield was asked that he was at a at a recent event called I think it was called Actors on Actors. Okay. Where they asked him about Spider-Man and uh, speaking about his experience with the films, Garfield said he learned that characterization and storytelling aren't always at the top of the priority list when it comes to corporate superhero franchises. The suits, Mike. The suits strike Fucking again. Fucking suits, man. Yeah. He, 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 Does this surprise anyone? Anyone yeah. who's listened to I Sell Comics, does this no. surprise you Doesn't that surprise the suits you. screw but things this up? This was his quote. I found, that re- uh, I found that really, really tricky. I signed up to serve the story and to serve this incredible character that I've been dressing up as uh, since I was three years old. And then, it gets, and then it gets compromised and it breaks your heart. I got heartbroken a little bit to a certain degree. Andrew Garfield, heartbroken. Heartbroken over by how Spider-Man. bad Spider Man broke his damn heart. Yeah. And uh, they asked the same. Apparently, Amy Adams was there too. And they asked her, she said the same thing. What so, about Lois Lane? About mm-hmm, Superman? Him. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, it's when you get people. Um, 
take a look at Marvel sure. and their formula, and they they give a little more latitude towards the creative yep. end, sure. which I think is is rightly so. Sure. And keep this it is, simple. Don't really mess with the storyline too much. I mean, no. there was a whole Ultron created by story, Tony Stark, but that was that which, was the, uh, you, you know you, what you to can, speed you, the story along. Yeah, you rather can, than you let that slide. You yeah, can let that slide. Oh, of course. All right, and you know Mike doesn't let anything slide. No, no. Well, it to a certain degree it made uh, sense because you've got. For for you, you would have to speed up everything, right? And uh, I mean, the fact that you could have Tony Stark using Hank Pym's, um, you know, a little backstory yeah. that he was using some of his software, right? And yeah. you know, worked out, yeah, worked out, and the, yeah. So Jeff Johns, everybody, will be the savior of the DC movie. Yes, movie. let us hope so. I I know that he is working his ass off. I have no doubt. And Jeff Johns. Our friend, Jeff Johns. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he never got back to me about being on I Sell Comics. Oh, so. he, he will be on like this. He's, like he doesn't have like 10 billion he, things We will have Jeff Johns do. on the show in 2017. Oh, will we? Oh, Ming Chen and his I'm putting it out there. I'm putting okay. it out there. We will have Jeff Johns. Savior of the DC. Savior of the DC Cinematic Universe. Cinematic Universe. And, right. and the comic book universe as well. And the comic book universe. So. All right, so that's that's what I got here. Next weekend, uh, December 10th and 11th, if you are in the Georgia, uh, Jacksonville, Charlotte area, come to the Jekyll Island Comic Con. Yeah, please come do. Come see me and Mike Zapsik. We're going to, you know what? Somebody's bringing their comic collection for me to take a look at. Oh, really? And okay. I'm inviting everybody to do the same. You yeah. want to bring your comics? Maybe we can broker a deal with one of the um, the vendors there, and and uh, you can sell your yeah, we'll, wares and we'll get you taken care of. We'll and we'll get, you, get you, yeah, we'll get you set up. We'll get you set up. Uh, last year was a one day con. It, was, it went so well. It has been expanded to a two day con. Yes. We'll be there both days. We have panels both days. Nice. So if you want to come see us twice, we didn't have we... panels last year, did we? No, we did. We had a panel. Did it was we? a great remember. panel. Yeah, I remember it was a nice lit up stage. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was we did a, big a pretty stage. we did a pretty great panel. Actually, it was all right. Yeah, it was good. So come out. And see us at Jekyll Island, uh, JekyllIslandComicCon.com. Yeah. And uh, come on Saturday, come on Sunday, come on both days. Very, very, extremely affordable. And family friendly. Very family, family friendly. friendly. And the, the convention center is beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Looks like they poured a ton of money into that. I know. And if you watched uh, this week's episode of The Walking Dead, the opening scene was shot on Jekyll Island. Yes, it was. On a uh, place called Driftwood Beach. Driftwood Beach. Which we folks. never made it to last year. We're definitely going this time. Okay. We need photos at Driftwood Beach. Yeah, let's give a shout out to our, our buddy Ricky Adams who's coming down and hanging yeah, with us. Yeah, he's going to hang out with us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ricky Goofball Adams. Yeah, and then the next week, uh, Brian Johnson. Maybe. If he lifts his ban <laughs> on Blue States. Okay. And I will be at Walker Stalker Charlotte. Very nice. Charlotte. So come on and see us in Charlotte, North Carolina. It'll be good. And yeah, and then it's Christmas. So And then it's Christmas. And then we'll uh, we'll talk talk some Christmas stories. Okay, good. Very cool. All right, cool. All right, well, thank you very much, Mike Zapsik. Thanks, Ming Chen. Thank you, um, Wonder Woman. That's my wife, Wonder Woman, yes. uh, calling and, me. Uh, and, and thank you guys very much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. And there you go. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. <laughs>